Hi everyone, this is Amy Infinity, and you are listening to The Key to Courage. It's Amy Infinity, and welcome to the Key to Courage podcast. This week, we are going to visit once again what I call insights in dash sites. Uh, insight visualization method is the full title there. Uh, basically, an easy to use, get through life method for just using smaller, just already kind of set for your brain visualizations to get through day to day life or certain specific challenges that you might be facing. So last time we talked about getting through darkness and finding light. This week we're actually going to talk about, oh gosh, getting in and around or through uh, dealing with toxic people, people in our lives that might rear their heads at certain points. Uh, And how do you get through that? People who might be naysaying your dreams or aspirations or even just working around people who pull their energy, their toxicity, they pull you down with them. So we're going to be talking about three different insights this week, uh, ways to deal with toxic people or people that we might face as challenges within our day-to-day life. So the first of these insights that I tend to go to, uh, actually all three have their own specific uses, but also they're pretty universal and can be used in circumstances when you might run into these kinds of you know, toxic people, people who are unhealthy for you in, in your life. Uh, so this one I call pushing away insight. So just a refresher, if you did not hear the last episode on the insight visualization method, how we kind of go through these smaller visualizations, easy to access visualizations as we first talk about a story associated with that in order to kind of solidify with this story something easy to grasp and easy to see in your mind's eye visualization that you might be able to recall at a moment's notice. So, and then we talk about the insight itself. So we talk about the story, then we talk about how to use this insight, and then we talk about other variations and ways that you might apply this to something more easy or easier for you to access. So, okay, so we'll dive right into the pushing away insight. So I find that there are things in my life that I have to inwardly, visually push away. People and negative energy, most of all. But this takes personal insight, time, and practice, and even then, we all fall victim to the affectation of people and things around us. So I'm still affected by certain kinds of people. Vacuum hole people are a weakness of mine, which we'll get into in a little bit here, as are arrogant, bully, mean girl, or manipulative manipulative guy types. Uh, These people tap into my need to be of service. And my vulnerable, insecure self that is always there, even when I have reason to be strong, confident, and feel proud and great. I can't help it. But wait, I can. So what I do is I create a shield. I use a couple of different visuals for this daily, but not in a way that isolates me. In such a way that creates and maintains a safe space and place for me to be and allows my creative existence, comfortability, and growth. It is, of course, not as easy as it sounds, 
but pick one of these and see if it works for you. Interchange them if you need to, like I do, according to what it is that you are trying to keep out. Make your life a safe space, not in a head-in-the-sand kind of way, but in a way that protects you from the things that have no business being in your world. So for me, I, I really, really love my family. Let me start with saying that. But they are my bigness, biggest weakness and vulnerability because I, like many, I want idyllic. I want a family that loves me for me, supports me in everything, and loves me no matter what. Some do, they do, but only to their own capacity. And I mean, not all, but there are a number of them that it's only within their realm of understanding and belief. And what I have found over the years is that I cannot rely on what I expect and hope from them. They give and take what they do. And they can be very, very generous. But sadly, I have nothing to do with it. No one ever really truly asks me what I want or need out of the equation. They are kind, but then they can also not be so encouraging or caring enough to understand me or my actual life. Uh, Only the one that they think or understand, they think that I should be living. See how easy it is for me to trickle down that road? I get sad. I get disheartened. Now, once again, disclaimer, this does not apply to all in my family. There are some that are very supportive and loving, but I also have those that I want that out of that I don't ever quite seem to get that from. So I feel these emotions gently prodding at me even now. They're so sneaky. But then there's the wall, the beautiful, thin, clear wall. I push away and fall behind it. I can see those things, but they are there outside. In here, I am okay. I am me, I am strong, and I am amazing and beautiful in all of my craziness, all of my quirkiness, all of the things that make me eccentric, that makes me beautiful. And so are you. So that's the story for the Pushing Away Insight. Now the insight itself, here we go. I am a self-admitted sci-fi superhero and young adult novel-loving nerd. Okay, I grew up on Harry Potter, unabashedly love the Twilight books and movies, so please don't let this affect your opinion of me in a respect-related or negative way. We all have our candy. The reason I bring this up is because it's a visual evoked by this vampire series, the Twilight movies, the Twilight books. So, again, please be forgiving even if this is not your cup of tea because this visualization is pretty cool. So, spoiler alert, the main character, Bella, is what is later referred to as a shield. Edward, who reads minds, cannot read hers from the very beginning, and when Bella becomes a vampire, this shielding becomes her own superpower that she can even project to shield others. Use this visual to help stave off the naysayers and the negatives in your life. Anything you don't want to enter in and affect your inner self, push away and outside this shield. So another example, uh, again, if this doesn't work for you, use one of these variations or another kind of visual shield or anyway, this one is actually visually, internally, physically like pushing away. 
So I'm not an advocate of solving problems with violence of any kind. However, sometimes it helps, especially if there's a particular person who has a habit of getting under your skin, or if there's just a particular kind of story or thing you don't want to enter in. Envision physically pushing this or them away. Now, don't do it, just imagine it. I use this with tragic news sometimes. I want to know what's going on in the world. But I also know my own tendency to internalize this sadness and tragedy. So once I hear of awfulness, especially violence, I see it as something I have to physically push away and keep at bay in my head. You may even try holding this thought or thing compassionately, but holding it apart in a way where it cannot touch your inner psyche. People share with me all kinds of hardships, sadnesses, and pains in this line of work. So it takes practice to be able to share in these hardships and not let them seep in. If I let everything in, I would not be able to help anyone. I would be overcome by it all. The same holds true for you. So be kind, be loving, be compassionate, but also be these things for yourself so you can still be them for you and the world. Another variation of this insight is the shooting bollards insight, which we're going to get to in a moment for a more immediate reprieve and a very powerful visual. Or, of course, here's another variation. Think of your world as a bubble. You can see out, but you can also only let in what you choose, deflecting or pushing away that which does not help you. You are greatness in your bubble world, and your greatness will shine and grow from within to far, from without, and beyond. Okay, so that's our first one. So the second of our insights today, again, we're talking today about how to deal with toxic people, or how do we easily visualize with our insight visualizations, how to get around or through uh, dealing with people that might uh, affect our energy in a very negative way. So this one I call the shooting bollards insight. So this, like I was saying earlier, this is actually a more effective insight for me as of late. Uh, it's a variation of the one we just did, pushing away. Uh, so for instance, recently I, I've had some some grief in my life, uh, but it it also meant like it took me a while to get through this grief and mentally and emotionally and much in the ways of ups and downs. And I am at peace with, with all of that, but I'm still handling that afterward. So the, the mean wellers, the people who actually meant really well, I mean, this isn't even like a toxic kind of situation. They were sometimes too much. Okay, so this variation of the shooting bollards or the pushing away can also, you know, somehow handle or can help you deal with things that are a bit overwhelming, not necessarily just toxicity. So I'm using this as part of the story is that it can actually be applied to a variety of different situations. So in my life, 
I, I feel like some people who mean well, they can flip on a dime with their own motives and purposes instead of actually caring. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is the people who, you know, come in and swoop in when you are dealing with a hardship or a grief, but in actuality, it's um, you feel the vibe of it being much more of a self-serving purpose. Maybe it makes them feel good, which I'm all about like people helping and feeling good about helping. But when you feel kind of, you know, tainted by that, by the fact that they are maybe just self-serving and not helping, you know, for the, the greater good of you or for what it is you're getting through. So for this reason, in the past, I have erected walls uh, to be prepared for zingers or hurtful turnarounds, uh, the same way I've erected walls for people who aren't there for me or that I walk into a room and you can feel their energy, just pull your strength out of it. So even when unintentional, uh, like these kinds of situations, even with the, the meaning well, the well-meaners, uh, it would rip me to shreds because it would hurt me doubly, especially after trusting in the seeming calm, the refuge, the help, the impression of help or solace. So hence, uh, walls, that's kind of our go-to, right? Is building walls, brick walls, steel walls. But the trouble with walls is that they shut out the good as well as the bad. They are temporarily helpful in coping when life is too unsorted or over overwhelming, but in shutting out all that could potentially hurt, you also shut off the future light that lay ahead. So instead, I like this particular insight for that purpose. So here is an alternative that I think is pretty darn awesome. It's called, well, like I said before, shooting bollards. Now, bollards... What are bollards? A lot of people are like, uh, okay, what does that mean? Well, bollards are, if you've, you know, we've all seen them. We just sometimes don't know the term for them. They're basically, you know, stanchions is another word. Sometimes they're more permanently set, and those are bollards. So in this case, large steel poles or like, um, barriers, if you will. So this particular, the shooting bollards that I'm referring to, okay, let me give you this visual. They actually shoot up from the ground instantaneously. So I'm a previous Navy wife and I worked on a naval base and right about the time of 9-11, they actually installed on this facility these bollards, these posts that would shoot out of the ground upward Upon, you know, a moment's notice, a button I'm sure that they'd push if somebody were to try to, say, drive on base uh, without authorization. So they could basically stop a car. I don't know if it was meant to impale a car. Um, so when they first installed these uh, it, at the Naval Hospital that both my husband at the time and I worked at, it, it was a bit intimidating. The thought of, like I said, an unauthorized car passing the barrier and then wham, these bollards shoot up and stop that vehicle. So this is a great visual though, as much as it seems kind of scary or a little prohibitive or a little violent. Uh, this is a great visual for, for when you're, okay, say talking to friends, loved ones, do-gooders, meaning wellers, helpful people about what it is that you're going through. So whether it's grief, whether it's pain, whether it's a challenge that you're facing, or even if it's something that maybe you're excited about, it could be something that you're trying to 
but brag on and and uh or get amped up about and seeking support but then suddenly they turn it into a self-serving conversation where they start giving you unrequested advice there you go wham hit the switch shoot these bollards up okay these people mean well hopefully Yet they can't help themselves from bringing themselves into the equation in a way that they can more easily understand or digest it. Or for them to cope and feel comfortable, maybe it put them out of their comfort zone. So they must, you know, pigeonhole, trivialize, or solve what it is that you're going through on their terms. But they cannot touch the sacredness of your struggle or of your victory. Okay, you know who you are or who you are getting to. You know how important and complicated what you are going through is. And then when you are comfortable, you can release that switch and let the bollards back down again, but only when you're ready. So there's your insight, the shooting bollards. Okay, now tips and possibilities, other possible variations here. Um, again, you can flip back over to we we also use the pushing away. Um, and then, but I, I, like I said, this is one of the ones I find most effective. So think of it as an Insta shield. So whenever you, ready whenever you need it. Uh, but with the, instead of the pushing away, you're not even doing the work. The bollards are doing the work for you. One thing that I find, <laughs> this is kind of funny. One of the things that I find is actually pretty helpful is add a sound internally or I guess out loud if it hopes, bam, you know, boop. Or I think of a metal swing kind of noise, like a ninja sword. Swing. Like sounds funny, but funny sometimes is the best way it works. It is the best thing you can do in a situation that is high tension or obviously, you know, sometimes hard is if you can flip that into something that actually makes you even internally just maybe not smile, but almost, you know, like and gives you that protection that you need. Um, here's something just a little tip is that that might help also is make a list of what I call bollard candidates on, uh, you know, I have on, on the website, amyinfinity.com. I have a link to resources, what I call burn sheets, <laughs> basically, you know, something you can burn if you need to. But if you make a list of bollard candidates, uh, then you'll know, uh, already who you may have to use this with. And then you can have the, your shooting bollards at the ready when you come across them. And if you, you know, are talking about something, like I said, that you're going through or even something you're passionate about, you, once again, I, again, I kind of trip up with, with family sometimes, even the ones that I know aren't as supportive. And I start talking about something I am really excited about. And I still have this expectation of that they'll be excited for me and with me. And then I know though, honestly, deep down that that's not going to be the case. So then, you know, Swing, there goes my there goes my bollards. I have to protect myself because I don't want to constantly feel let down, let down, let down. Okay? So and then I like I mentioned before, also you can try the pushing away insight. That's another variation that you can use. Okay, so there is one and two of our insights for this week. And the third, this one is actually 
Uh, again, more of a visualization rather than a, a strategy. This is more for understanding purposes and helping you get through just being able to kind of see the bigger picture and the bigger vision of what is occurring in order to step outside of it, step away from it, step beyond it. So this is what I call the vacuum hole people insight. And I know that I've referred to vacuum hole people a couple of times, whether in that last episode or in this one. So let's just jump right into the story. You know who I'm talking about. Those people in your life who knowingly or more often, I think unknowingly, try to bring you to their level down within the hole in the pit or lower. I have encountered far too many of these. You might even call me a magnet for them, I think, maybe because I'm quite the opposite. So you might be too. Uh, I'm not exactly a leaf blower rather than a vacuum cleaner but or a hairdryer, like I said, opposite of a vacuum, but I'm a helper, a giver, an effuser, a listener, and a problem solver. So through many trials, errors, and toxic cycles in my life, I have realized that I'm like a drug for these vacuum hole people or a salve, or maybe even just a pseudo-solution to their problems. But what I have also found is that these people don't even want a fix. Well, actually they do, a fix in the toxic drug sense. They want a hit. You are that for them, a comrade, a friend, until you're not. When you finally wave the white flag and call them on their problems and try to help them through or reclaim yourself... Their true colors come to light. They are either so darkened down in their hole or are so caught up in their own that they have no interest in you or yours or your problems, your challenges or whatever, except for your ability to salve, inebriate, or be simpatico in their problems. Sadly, I have lost friends over this phenomena. A few friendships that I still mourn stick out for me. People that I could not help because they would not help themselves. Finding these vacuum hole people has been a pattern, like I mentioned. I've been sucked into a variety of deaths and almost lost myself in the process. Some will hopefully overcome and climb out of their holes, but here's the thing. The holes are their holes. They have to want to climb out of them. You can always be a life raft. But do not be a disposable stepping stone or ladder that will be tossed aside after they use it. What I have found more often with the people who reside in this world, in this vacuum hole world, is that they proclaim that they want out, but they don't. They are either too caught up in their hole or in some sad way revel in their despair or darkness, that they have chosen that this is their home. And they want friends. They want ears to bemoan to. They want witnesses to their tragedies and their pitfalls so that they can complain some more. It reaffirms what they are convinced of, that life is a tragedy, hardship, and is awful. It all befalls them. According to them, they never get a break. Although you may even see that they do multiple times, they have you, though, to begin with. But they do not see it. I had one friend who had marital issues, business issues, all kinds of unaddressed past dragons. And I was helping by being an ear, working for her in a mutually beneficial arrangement. 
But it started, oh, I even started taking deferred pay. I did things on my own time. I was available at all hours, witnessed amazing opportunities come and go for her that she somehow quickly squandered large amounts of money that I dreamt of receiving. She had a a benefactor, Uh, then ended up right back in the pit. I finally called it quits in the light of it all affecting my own dreams, goals, pursuits, and my own family. But I did so in the gentlest possible way, claiming that I needed more time for my books and my horses, something that we had agreed would be a mutual positive end if it ever came to that. But my last days were cold-shouldered with no send-off, not even an appearance on my actual last day, just a text saying that we should do lunch sometime. I have not heard from this person since, and that was many years ago. Thus, I discovered my worth and my purpose in this person's opinion and in their life. And then I knew mine. So again, like I've come across these circumstances, as you may have as well, uh, in a variety of ways. And it's so hard because you want to help them. And yet at the same time, you have to acknowledge when you cannot. It is not your job to fix vacuum hole people. True vacuum hole people don't want to be fixed. Some teeter on the in-between. Okay, so there are those that want to be fixed, but they just can't get. And again, I'm like all about throwing a lifeline, but just don't let them pull you in with that lifeline. And let's see if you in this insight, hopefully will help you see that. Okay, that's the whole point of me bringing this all up is that you acknowledging when you come across this kind of circumstance as much as you, like I said, might throw in a line, don't get pulled in. You are most likely already dealing with your own stuff. You're maybe torn, a bit tattered, hence you reading this far into this insight or listening this far, sorry. Uh, But you are still in there, light and whole. So let's dig you out of that. Let's get you through your hurdles. And then, you know, you can see by being that more shining light, that star, if you can help them out or not. Okay, so the actual insight. Picture yourself helping, loving, giving your heart to this person to hold, to share them, or to share, to help them. This person is in need. You want to help them, but then they continue to need help. Then they twist it. They turn it. They suck you in. You are there only for them now. Your life doesn't matter. Oh, wait, you have problems too? Let's listen for a millisecond. Now back to me, your friend. My life sucks. Be my light. Wait, you're not bright enough. Wait, that is. No, it's not. Does this sound familiar to you? You're here, but my life still sucks. No, I see that light, but it's not the right color. Excuses, excuses. All are theirs. Okay, now see yourself. You deserve more. You deserve better than this sludge. They can join you in the light if they like, if they want to. But that is their choice, to take the lifeline or not. You, on the other hand, are about to get out. See the vacuum hole? It looks like a tornado. You are looking down in, dark, black, a pit, funneled down below. That is them, down below. You're not above them, but you are above, standing at the edge looking down in. You were in it for a time. That's okay. Now you're at the edge. 
You feel the pull, the wind, the sucking, the tendrils trying to grab at you, the sympathy, the empathy, but you're at the edge. Now walk away. If this person is someone you still want to be in contact with or still love, you can walk back to the edge from time to time. Check on them. See if they're ready to grab your lifeline, to bring themselves into the light. But be careful in this. Do not get sucked in. It is all too easy for those we care about, or if we're helpers by, especially if we're helpers by nature. Best policy, though, walk away. Do what you can to lay the stage for them to get themselves out but then go to where you know you are safe. There is a line you can create and establish. Let this line be your lifeline and let it remind you of your own strength and importance in this world. Now here's a disclaimer once again. I am a very, very big advocate for mental health. Okay, I am very much about helping people out whenever we can. Again, it's just a very fine line that you need to keep a hold of yourself in order to not get sucked in. Somebody at a certain point needs to be able to want to help themselves. So I say do your darndest if you like in order to help find a way and give people guidance and assistance and resources. But what this this uh, insight is all about is just not getting sucked into the hole with them. Okay. You can be alongside them. You can stay on the edge as long as you feel comfortable or need. Uh, and you can even, you know, like I said, you might get pulled down, but like with them in this pit, but make sure you still have a foothold on the top. Okay. That way you can maintain yourself and your own safety. So as I mentioned before, and this is actually why we kind of started out with the other two insights, the two that actually uh, are most useful in dealing with vacuum hole people are the pushing away insight and the shooting bollards insight. So, and with those, it's like I said before too, it's not about erecting or re-erecting walls. It's about protecting yourself and your own Uh, passions, dreams, desires, even your own sadnesses and your happinesses. It's about protecting your light, okay, so that you can also help spread more into the world. So thank you. This was a, ended kind of on a heavy there, but, uh, you know, like I said, go back to that shooting ballers insight is the one that I always use to give myself a little bit of a lift and a laugh when dealing with people who might, uh, throw a bit of a toxic wrench into your day, uh, whether it's day-to-day life or an overall, somebody that is a constant thread, these can definitely help you, you know, strategically get your way through. So thank you for joining me this week for this valuable uh, lesson-infused insight visualization method. Uh, so, yes, please help help yourself to more at amyinfinity.com. I have the entire, you know, rundown of a variety of also different insights that can help you through others, and we'll uh, obviously revisit this on other podcasts as well. So I hope your day is... <laughs> not full of toxic people and circumstances, but if it is, now you have better ways to hopefully help yourself through. So thanks again for joining me here on the Key to Courage podcast, 
And uh, yeah, feel free to come on over and join us on socials at the Warmth Community uh, or any other platform. For the most part, I'm on on most of them. Or you can find me at amyinfinity.com for more helpful resources and helpful ways to get yourself into a uh, better step forward into the life of your dreams and goals and aspirations and to help give you those you know that key to courage in order to step into that and your best life is what I want for you so I'm hoping this helps in some small or very big way I love you very much hope you have a wonderful week and take care You have been listening to the Key to Courage podcast. For more inspiration, resources, and to get you to that next level, come find me over at amyinfinity.com and infinitegumption.com. I'll see you there.